now. You gotta get the groove now. You gotta get the groove. If you've been waiting long like me, come on now. Let's count it. Family factory. Joyous celebration. The Balandoni, when them celebrate. The Balandoni, see for hot sticks, my booze. I did a bit of friend of fancy somewhere. The Balandoni, go see him. The long, the hamba. This hula. Now, I wanna declare that the wedding is over. Over your life and over my life. Listen, listen. The wedding is over. The wedding is over. It is done. It is done. How many believe it? The wedding is over. The wedding is over. It is done. It is done. Help me say the wedding is Welcome to another edition of the Football Goonies Podcast. Today's episode, The Wait is Over. Well, welcome in, folks. We got a uh, very exciting episode today where we are previewing the Week 1 fantasy matchups for our leagues. I'm your host, Jason Seplick. You can find me on Twitter at the FFGoonie. And now for a little clarity, you did hear me right. I said leagues. Uh, I've made a decision. What we're going to end up doing is we're going to end up covering both the Foot Clan Keeper League and the Dynasty League on the same podcast. Uh, It's going to be a little bit longer because of that, but since we have a lot of redundancy and uh, listenership from both leagues, uh, I figured it'd be easier for me and it'd be... uh, It'd be easier for me to make a more entertaining product if I just handled both rather than trying to split my time between the two. So take a seat, strap in, and let's get ready for the roller coaster of emotion. The ups and downs of the season kicking off with week one. started off with the uh, the OG, the original gangster, our Atlanta Foot Clan Keeper League. Round one, Scranton Stranglers versus Finkel is Einhorn. Now starting off with the uh, Scranton Stranglers, you got Aaron Rodgers anchoring down at the quarterback position against Chicago at home. Uh, Washington is trying to stop David Johnson, which is going to be uh, quite difficult. 
LaShawn McCoy is going to try to uh, do the beating himself this time on Baltimore's defense. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to take on that tough, tough Jacksonville defense. Michael Thomas has Tampa Bay. Jordan Reed's going to travel to the desert and see if he can fly against the Cardinals. Uh, Chris Hogan is going to be taking on Houston at home with uh, the Rams taking on the questionable Oakland Raiders at Oakland. And uh, Harrison Buttkicker going off against Los Angeles Chargers. For Team Fecal, we have Matthew Stafford against the New York Jets. J.J. is going to be taking on Atlanta tomorrow night in the first game of the season. Alex Collins is going to take against the putrid Buffalo run defense. Mike Evans going up against that tough, tough, tough New Orleans secondary. Uh, Cooper Cup touchdown machine is going to be taking on the abysmal Oakland Raiders minus Khalil Mack. Uh, Zach Ertz, again, in that ATL game. I'm guessing that one of those two is going to do okay and one is going to suffer. And then finally, Jonathan Williams is going up against Chicago. Uh, We got Tennessee against Miami with the last-minute switch for the defenses. And Mr. Jake Elliott is also in that Philly game. So we're going to take it down one at a time. Uh, Although everyone knows Aaron Rodgers is hot fire, uh, it's no secret that I'm a little down on him this year. I think he's going to end up more in the 5-7 to range, kind of how he did his 16-game season when Jordy got hurt. Uh, With that, I'm going to give the edge to Matthew Stafford. I think that they're going to just pummel this Jets defense. Uh, Too many weapons, too much to handle. Uh, they still don't have a defined run game, so it's going to be more on the arm Matthew Stafford, especially when the offensive line, although we project them to be better, they still need to gel together. So advantage Stafford. Um, David Johnson is just going to eat against Washington, and J.J. is not a focal point running back the same. So we're going to give the edge, of course, to David Johnson. Um LaShawn McCoy going up against Alex Collins. Uh, I'm making the decision myself on Shady with a a couple more running backs in that range. I don't like it against Baltimore, but I think he's actually going to do pretty decent in any kind of PPR setting because with Peterman under center, he's more apt to dump off the ball rather than run for his life. So I think Shady's actually going to recover. But with that being said... I'm going to go with Alex Collins. I think that Baltimore is going to control this game, and they're going to control it through the run game. Alex Collins is going to be a monster this week. Uh, As far as two high-end talents, a receiver one clearly better than the other, going up against two difficult pass defenses, Uh, I'm going to have to err on... Ah, You know what? I can't believe I'm saying it because I don't like him, but I'm going to go with giving the advantage to Mike Evans. I think that OBJ is going to garner a lot of attention, and I think that the Giants have enough weapons that they're going to look for alternative means of moving the ball. And although OBJ will probably get some long bomb or something at one point with a uh, breakdown in defense, 
Uh, I'm going to go with the sheer volume that Mike Evans is going to get against that New Orleans team as they try to catch up. Uh, clearly, I'm going to go Michael Thomas over uh, Cooper Cup, uh, both against bad defenses. But you know what? Cup could actually end up scoring a touchdown and uh, being relevant, but you got to go chalk on that one. Um, I'm actually going to go Zach Ertz over Jordan Reed. Uh, I think that he's going to probably be the only focal point in the passing game worth a damn after uh, we know Alshon Jeffrey is going to be out. Uh, as far as Chris Hogan versus Jamal Williams, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I think that although I like Hogan quite a bit with that healthy defense, I actually expect Houston to make a game of this on the defensive end. And... Uh, Although I'm not the biggest fan of Jamal Williams, I think that his relevance in the passing game uh, with pass protection, uh, he's going to actually get quite a few passes. But I probably I put him in line for five passes, uh, five catches on six targets. So I'm going to actually give Jamal Williams the edge um, as far as the okay defense versus the bad offense and. The Rams versus Oakland, I'm going to give the edge to the Rams, and kickers suck, no one cares. So with that, uh, I don't think anyone's surprised we're going to go Scranton Stranglers for the win. Round two, the great one versus SC Honkers. At quarterback, we have Tom Brady with running backs Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott, Pierre Garçon, Robert Woods at receiver, Travis Kelsey at tight end, Lenny Fournette, little red Fournette at the flex, Phillies D in Atlanta, and Justin Tucker for the Great Ones team. SC, SC Honkers, we got Cam Newton, Melvin Gordon, Derrick Henry, uh, doubling down on those Chargers offensive pieces with Keenan Allen and Emmanuel Sanders coming in to round out the receivers. Ricky Seals-Jones over there at the uh, tight end position. Robbie Anderson pulling down that flex. And New Orleans in Tampa Bay without a kicker yet, but I'm sure he'll rectify that. Um, heads up, Cam Newton versus Tommy, uh, Tommy Greatness, Tommy Brady. We're going to lean Cam Newton against that weaker Dallas defense. Uh, I know their line is busted up, and that pass rush is actually pretty decent. But Cam's legs are going to win out, and I think he's going to utilize Christian McCaffrey quite a bit in the passing game. Uh, Tom Brady, like I said before, I think uh, Houston's actually going to put the pressure on limited pieces for the Patriots, combined with their usual slow start to the season. Uh, I'm not looking for him to do any anything great. Uh, Melvin Gordon clearly over Joe Mixon. I like Joe Mixon's matchup, but he's dancing around too much. And Melvin Gordon gets Kansas City, so enough said on that. Uh, Zeke against Carolina versus Derrick Henry. I'm going to go with the major upset. I, I'm going to say Zeke is much better, but I think that the Titans are going to control that game enough that I think they lean on Derrick Henry this time. And I, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm just going to do it. Derrick Henry scores more points than Zeke. 
No, I will not water bet anyone on that. Uh, coming in a receiver, Pierre Garçon in mini or Keenan Allen. That's chalk, no question. Keenan Allen. Robert Woods in Oakland or Emmanuel Sanders in Seattle. Um, although Woods in Oakland has the better matchup and he is a possession receiver, uh, it's hard to tell with uh, all three of their guys plus the running back um, to know who's going to. So I'm going to lean Manny Sanders, actually. I think out of the cornerback matchups, he's going to handle from the slot the best. Uh, he's got a good rapport with Keenum so far. So I'm going to go Manny is going to beat Robert Woods. Um, Kelsey, of course, is going to do better than Ricky Seals-Jones. I think Seals has a uh, great chance to outperform his projection, but Kelsey's going to have to be in catch-up mode and Mahomes going to use him. Uh, no question, Leonard Fournette with that defense against the Giants uh, is going to eat compared to Robbie Anderson, who I'm not entirely convinced is going to lead the team in fantasy points this year now that Darnold is playing. Um, plus, I think he's going to draw Darius Slay more times than not. Uh, for defenses, New Orleans gets the edge with uh, Tampa Bay. And Ryan Fitzmagic over a healthy Atlanta and a falling apart offense. I think Philly's going to struggle a bit. Tucker's always goat. Who knows what uh, kicker is going to be picked up in place for honkers. But uh, you know what? I'm going to call it. This is going to be my first uh, my first upset with the projections leading to the great one. I'm calling SC Honkers for the win. Round three. Popeye Sailor Men versus the Merlins. Uh, let's try to speed up. We'll just actually go position by position rather than reading out each team. So Drew Brees in Tampa Bay versus Deshaun Watson in New England. Uh, I'm going to give the edge to Brees. He's got a little more uh, safe floor. And although I think Watson's going to do pretty well. Who knows with the New England defense. They might game plan him out and make him run it. So, uh, Marshawn Lynch versus Kareem Hunt. Got to give it to Kareem. I think that the Chargers defense is good. I think they're going to bottle him up. But I think that Rams front is much better. And Marshawn, although he's angry old man, is going to struggle in that game. Uh, but that is going to lead to Todd Gurley outplaying Lamar Miller with that Oakland uh, reciprocal matchup. He's just going to go be nanas and be the probably number one running back for week one. Uh, Lamar Miller, I think he's actually going to outperform projections, but he still can't keep up with Gurley. No surprise there. Uh, we got Julio versus Adam Thielen. Now, I know Thielen in San Francisco, good matchup. They should control the game, though, and not need to throw a ton. Uh, but he has been banged up. If he ends up playing, which I'm sure he will, uh, I'm going to have to lean, though, Julio. I think his, uh, his just monster talent is going to outplay that secondary. Uh, Doug Baldwin in Denver versus... Allen Robinson and Green Bay. I think Green Bay's secondary is going to be better the second half of the year than the first. But that, with that, uh, I'm still going to imagine they're going to lean on Robinson and uh, 
cover him up pretty well. So I'm actually going to go Doug Baldwin. I think he's going to have a surprisingly good game. I know he's not super healthy, but they they aren't going to be able to run much uh, against Denver, I don't think. And he moves in and out of the slot. He's a real great route runner. His talent will win out against that secondary. Uh, next, we got Trey Boo Boo versus Kyle Rudolph. Now, Trey Burton, he's uh, got the edge, I think, with needing to play from behind and being the number one target week one. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, though, if Adam Thielen struggles, I think we'll see an uptick in targets, but he's real touchdown dependent, whereas I think Burton's going to get some yardage, so I'm going to lean Trey Burton on that. Uh, Next one, we got Marquise Goodwin against that tough mini defense, and Royce Freeman in Seattle. Now, we all know what Seattle's D is. I think their run D is a little better than their pass, but it's still depleted. With that, though, it's hard to bet on a receiver that can get a long touchdown and win a week. But against that defense, we're going to have to go chalk and go Royce Freeman with the guaranteed touches. Especially since uh, they'll probably be controlling the game early on and trying to run out the clock while Seattle plays from behind. Uh, Chargers versus KC, Detroit against the Jets, although... The Chargers are a better defense, even though they're depleted. I'm going to lean Detroit against the Jets. I don't trust a rookie week one with uh, the weapons he has, no less. And kickers don't matter. So after all that, I'm going to have to lean. Yep, I'm going to go with the Megalodons. I think it was going to be close between Gurley and Baldwin and Burton having good games. But I think uh, there's just too much firepower on this roster for this week with the matchups, and I think they're going to eat. So congratulations, Brian. You get the win. Next up, round four. Turn your head and <coughs> Coughlin versus Hot Noonan Butchers. In the battle of the handsome versus jilted lover, we got Kirk Cousins taking on Jimmy Garoppolo in our heads-up matchup of the week. Uh, We got to give the edge to Cousins, although Jimmy's going to be throwing more than him because from behind, that defense is great, and I believe that he is just going to struggle. So Kirk Cousins for the win. Uh, second up, we got Alvin Kamara versus Devonta Booker. Um, not really seeing anyone else after the loss of McKinnon that he'd want to slot in. So unless he gets a last-minute trade going, we're going to give Alvin Kamara the win over. Next up, Devonta Freeman versus Doug Martin. Man, this is just getting sadder and sadder. Need I say Freeman with the win? Uh, finally, let's get Butchers a win with DeAndre Hopkins in New England versus Devontae Adams in Chicago. I think Chicago's defense is going to bracket over Adams, and his talent will not win out. Yet, De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins, old Nuke himself, Duke Nukem, is going to just slay New England, even though that pass game may struggle a little bit. So DeAndre Hopkins for the win. Next up, we got Stefan Diggs versus Michael Crabtree, although I think Crabtree will actually get more targets than Diggs. Uh, I think Diggs is going to be more efficient with them. 
cashing in for a touchdown. So we'll give Diggs in San Francisco the win over Crabtree and Buffalo. Uh, next up, we have Delaney Walker and Greg Olson. So Olson's against Dallas and Walker in Miami. If Walker plays, I'll give him the edge. I actually don't believe in Greg Olson that much this year. But, uh, I mean, obviously if he is hurt, then it goes a different route because he does not have a backup tight end that can play. So it'll be waiver, water, waiver wire fodder after that. He may actually just... Uh, take the pass and try to win without adding um next up we got dalvin cook versus juju smith schuster now i think this is going to be a big player upset uh cook is the game plan to be the odds on favorite uh but i think latavius is going to work in a little more especially early on keeping cook fresh uh especially to wear down that game towards the end and i think schuster is actually going to end up continuing his preseason darling stretch and get another touchdown against Cleveland. It should be a closer game than people are projecting, and Schuster is the real deal. Uh, as far as defenses, Minnesota versus San Francisco, Jacksonville against the Giants, man, that's a real tough wash. I'm going to put a push on this one. I think that uh, Minnesota has the slightly better matchup, but... Uh, Jacksonville is the slightly better fantasy scoring defense. So uh, we're going to push those two. And who cares about kickers once again, although Prater probably outscores Erline. Uh, old Sirloin himself. So I don't think there's any surprise. Let's give it to Clay for turning your head and Coughlin with the win. Round three, we got... Brown and some scrubs versus Carpe Victoria. So this is going to be one of our Rock'em Sock'em matchups of the week. Uh, first up at quarterback, we have Matt Ryan against Philadelphia Eagles. In Thursday night, no one likes those games because they never perform well. Blah, blah, blah. Against Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Well, uh, Russell Wilson in Denver seems kind of difficult, but I think he is going to be some hot, hot fire. Mm. Yes, hot fire. Uh, I think he's going to be playing from behind. I think they don't have much of a run game. He's going to run for his life, blah, 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 blah. He's going to put up some points. And uh, Matt Ryan's going to do decent, but they're going to run and pass and score defensive points and kick a lot so i'm gonna give the edge to russell wilson uh next up we have christian mccaffrey versus Le'Veon bell now with that improved cleveland defense and the fact that Le'Veon bell still hasn't shown up i'm going to lean with christian mccaffrey uh I mean, it's sad to pick anyone besides maybe the top three running backs over Bell. But, I mean, come on, man. He hasn't shown up yet. Last year was the same thing. And he had a handful of touches first game as punishment slash keep him healthy. And McCaffrey, they're going to have to uh, do some work. So, 
We'll give McCaffrey the edge. Next up, Battle in Miami. Uh, Dion Lewis oof, is going up against Kenyon Drake. I'm um, going to give the edge Kenyon Drake. I believe he's involved enough in the passing game. I think the run game will be the most successful thing against the Titans. And I believe this is a Derrick Henry game. So Deion Lewis will get some work, but I don't think he is going to do quite what Drake does. Next up, Antonio the Great One Brown versus Devin S. Scrumptious himself. Uh, I think Funches will actually surprise us with the workload, at least early on in the season, that he's going to get. But <laughs> come on, Antonio Brown. That's a gimme. Uh, Jimmy Graham versus Evan Ingram. Ingram in Jacksonville, Graham in Chicago. Now, although both linebackers are going to be limited, uh, I believe that the linebackers and the nickel corner slash safeties are going to give Jimmy Graham some hell. Uh, I do not like Evan Ingram this year, but I think he is going to be paid attention to the least by the defense because that that expected low catch rate. So I'm going to give Ingram versus Jacksonville the edge. Next up, we have Amari Cooper versus Demarius Thomas. Uh, this is sort of a push lean for me. I'm not loving Thomas this much this week, but Cooper, man, he's pulling a tough, tough matchup. Uh, he's got the sweet, sweet routes to overcome tons of defense, but it's going to be a clearly volume play for him playing from behind. Uh, I'm going to go with Demarius Thomas, uh, Carolina on defense versus Seattle. Uh, I got to lean Carolina unless you change something else and no one cares about kickers. Now, this is a really tough one to call uh, back and forth, back and forth. But I think Bell is going to. Oh, sorry. We, we passed up one of the receivers. My bad, guys. Uh, the last one is Tyreek Hill versus Golden Tate. Uh, I think Tate's actually going to do pretty well, but Hill's historically done decent against the Chargers, even with a good defense, and they're going to be playing from behind, so I'm going to go good old Tyreek Hill, the freak. Uh, so I think Bell, like I was saying, is going to spell the doom of Carpe Victoria. Um, although I think Wilson's going to do well, I think Drake's going to do well, Tate, Ingram, uh, Thomas, but I mean... Bell not getting his normal volume and points is huge, especially against Antonio Brown, what McCaffrey is going to get, what Tyreek will probably do. And the defense matchup, although I believe a little bit in Dallas, I think Carolina's got the better matchup. So I'm going to lean with uh, Brown and some scrubs for the win. And now for the main event. Final matchup of the evening. We have Macho Man French Jerry versus the French guy. In a rematch of champions, we have my scarily high upside, low floor team up against the incumbent old man team uh so first off we got dalton versus luck and another 
Heads up, quarterback matchup of the week. Uh, I'm going to give the edge to Dalton. Uh, I'm just not going to predict that Andrew Luck comes out the gate swinging and Dalton's matchup is choice, especially with a plethora of healthy pass-catching weapons. Uh, so I got to go there. Next up, we got Saquon Barkley in Jacksonville versus Jordan Howard. Um, man, I think we all know my, uh, thoughts on Jordan Howard, my thoughts on Saquon. Uh, Saquon's the kind of talent that is going to win out. I think his ceiling is much higher than Jordan Howard this game. But if Chicago has any chance, it would be on the back of Jordan Howard. Oh, this is a toughie, man. Um... I'm going to go with New York's D, uh, offense struggling a bit. I'm actually, hate, it pains me to say it, I'm going to lean toward Jordan Howard. Uh, now for the battle of the running backs who no one cares about. Carlos Hyde in Pittsburgh versus either Chris Carson or Breda or Peyton Barter, Barber. Haven't really decided who I'm actually going to play yet in that slot. Um... I don't see Hyde doing much because I think it's going to be a shootout game and I think Duke Johnson's going to be more involved. And, man, I think all of my options this week with the tougher defenses are all run-of-the-mill, whatever. So, that's uh, going to be a tough one for me, but I guess we'll call it a wash. Next up, T.Y. Hilton versus A.J. Green. Battle of the Stacks. Um... Kind of, we actually kind of have <laughs> somewhat similar teams on some levels. Uh, I'm going to give the win to AJ Green there, although I think TY is great. I'm still not betting on Andrew Luck's arm still. Uh, next up, we have Marvin Jones Jr. versus Larry Fitz. Uh, I'm going to put the win for Larry Fitz in Washington, but I think Marvin Jones is actually going to do me pretty well against the Jets. Um, I don't think it's going to be a huge win for Fitz, but I'm going to give Fitz the win. Uh, Gronk in Houston versus Eifert in Indy. This is going to be big for this matchup. Uh, I think if Green is not the touchdown guy and Eifert is, it does help Dalton, but it struggles on Green. But, I mean, come on. It's Gronk. We're, We're picking Gronk. Um, but I'm just hoping for some magic from Eifert. Uh, in the flex position, we got, bless him, Jarvis Landry versus Sexy Rexy Burkhead. Uh, if Rex is not playing for whatever reason, I guess we could roll out probably, my guess is, Alan Hearns. And if, shit, if Bell, if Bell is not there, man, Frenchie's got, uh, James Conner, so if he gets slid in, that's an obvious win for Frenchie uh, with the Conner play over Carlos Hyde. Um, I'm going to give the edge to Jarvis Landry. I think he's going to bless him more times than Sexy Rex. He's going to cash in, so edge goes to Landry. I finally win one. And last is the Baltimore defense versus Denver. Now, although Denver will do well in the sack department, and maybe some turnovers. I think that points and yards will be put up on them. 
Um, and Baltimore is just going to eat against uh, Nathan, interceptions, Peterman. So that might actually be my saving grace. Uh, if I get a massive game out of Baltimore, I actually have a chance to win. But as of now, I'm, I'm going to have to go against myself and give Frenchie the win as much as it pains me to say. Uh, finally, to round out, because kickers don't matter. If kickers matter, then, uh, I mean, I can pull out a win, but let's go with Frenchie. So, uh, that's my my final uh, tally. So, we got Frenchie winning, uh, Scranton Stranglers, uh, Upset of the Week, SC Honkers, Megalodons, Turn Your Head in Coughlin, and Brown and some Scrubs for the win. So... After all that, those are my picks. Like them or hate them, comment them. We're going to go ahead and take a break with a brief intermission from a good friend of ours. And then pick up again with Dynasty Matchups of the Week. And now may I present Brian Brodsky with Hot Young Studs of the Week. be my birthday. Hello, podcast world, and welcome to an installment of Fantasy Musings with me, Brian, the Fantasy Philosopher. In today's musings, I'm going to share a week one breakout with you that may cause you to ask questions like, are these fantasy points even real? What does it all mean? And why can't I feel my legs? So without further ado, my week one breakout for the 2019 season is none other than Chris Godwin, wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why, you might ask? Well, I'm going to tell you, because that's the entire premise of this segment. Reason number one, game script. At a total of 49.5, Vegas has Tampa versus Saints game as one of the highest scoring of the week. Also, Vegas has Tampa as major dogs with Tampa being down, I'm sorry, being uh, plus 9.5. So in other words, Sharp Money thinks this is going to be a high-scoring affair with Tampa being down big. Sign me up for some passing volume out of Tampa. Reason number two, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So many of you may think Jameis being suspended is a reason to fade Tampa wide receivers, but I would beg to differ. Throughout his career, there are only really three things that Ryan Fitz has shown that he can do well. First, remind everyone that he went to Harvard. Two, throw in interceptions. And three, target the wide receiver position. So even though he went to Harvard, I'm pretty sure Ryan Fitz cannot even spell T-E because all he does is target wide receivers. Mike Evans will get his targets as well, but consider Godwin getting eight or more targets a lock. And the last reason, reason number three, is Chris Godwin himself. Yes, Chris Godwin is the final reason you should believe in Chris Godwin, as the hype during the preseason has been tremendous. When asked who her favorite Tampa Bay wide receiver was, Deshaun Jackson's own mother said, I would have to say that would be Chris Godwin. So in conclusion, Chris Godwin will finish week one as a wide receiver two or better. So feel uh, free to throw him in your flex if need be. Uh, In conclusion, I want to take this opportunity to thank myself for being so awesome. You are welcome. 
fantasy philosopher out. again to the fantasy philosopher for uh that insightful pick i gotta say sounds like a hot young stud all right so moving on we are now heading into dynasty matchups of the week round one team gravelin versus fear the juice first up we have philip rivers versus drew Brees. Uh, I'm going to call this one a straight wash. Both of them play weak defenses. Uh, Both of them have great weapons, and both of them will probably lean a little more to the run than possible. Uh, Next up, another rematch of Andrew Luck versus Andy Dalton. So we already know I lean Andy Dalton on that one. Uh, Next, we have Melvin Gordon versus Alvin Kamara. Now, uh, I know Kamara is the more exciting player and possibility of a higher ceiling, but I'm going to actually go Melvin Gordon on this one. Uh, I think that they're going to be in a position to run out the clock with uh, secondary running backs in New Orleans, whereas it's the Melvin Gordon show as far as the running back is concerned. Uh, next be- next up, we got Dalvin Cook versus Dion Lewis. I'm going to lean D- Dalvin Cook on this in San Francisco. Uh, I know he's probably going to be a little limited, but I really don't see Dion Lewis getting a ton of work this week unless they just seem to struggle when it's a closer game than expected. Uh, first wide receiver matchup, we have A.J. Green versus Antonio Brown. Although I do love A.J. Green and I can see him outscoring, it's kind of hard to bet against Antonio Brown, especially if Le'Veon Bell is going to be limited or out this week. Uh, Next up, we got Devontae Adams versus Larry Fitzgerald. I'm going to go Larry Fitzgerald in Washington. Uh, I think that Aaron Rodgers has a better cast as far as secondary between... Randall Cobb, if he's healthy enough to play, Geronimo Allison, all the young rookie receivers, and Jimmy Graham. Whereas it's Larry Fitz, it's um, David Johnson, and maybe a little Ricky Seals-Jones. So I think that one too is also going to be a closer game uh, that's going to be won through the passing. So Larry Fitz it is. Next up, we got Jack Doyle versus Greg Olson. Although Greg Olson is the only tight end town uh, in Carolina, I'm going to go with Jack Doyle. I don't think they're quite ready to take the training wheels off of Eric Ebron, and Doyle is going to be heavily involved in Cincinnati. With that, I'm going to lean boom, in the flex spot. We got T.Y. Hilton and Demarius Thomas. That's a toughie. Um, I really don't believe much in Demarius this year um, compared to what the hype he was getting. And T.Y. just needs one big play. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go 
I'm going to go Demarius. I think that Seattle's going to put the passing pressure on, and I think DT is going to get uh, quite a bit of work, even though I don't think he's the best receiver this week in Denver. Uh, and then finally, Baltimore over Philly. No questions asked. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and call the shot for Fear the Juice. Uh, he's slightly favored with the projections on ESPN. And with the exception of Dion Lewis and Greg Olson, I see a decent amount of work for the whole team where there is still some question marks on Gravelin's team. Plus, that Baltimore D is just going to light it up for him. Round two, we have the 55s versus the Americans. First up, we have at quarterback Jared Goff versus Alex Smith. Uh, I'm going to give Goff and Oakland the slight edge over Alex Smith. Uh, I think they're pretty even, actually, but Goff has a easier path to points. And honestly, Alex Smith, although we're projecting him to be good, we really don't know how that receiving core is going to help him out. So, advantage Goff. Next up, my boy Kirk Cousins setting phasers to stun versus Russell Wilson. Now, I've already explained I think Russell Wilson is the play in Denver throwing up points, and I think Kirk is going to do some work and be efficient, but like I said, he's set to stun, and I think they're going to lean on the run game a little bit too much for him to edge out Russell, so I'm giving the advantage to Russell Wilson. First matchup at running back, we got the youngin, Carrion Johnson. Versus Saquon Barkley. And although I think Carrion is a great talent, I think they're going to really spread it around. And uh, this run game and pass game is going to just use a ton of different pieces. And I'm going to give the uh, the lion's share of the work to Saquon Barkley, which means I'm going to give the edge to Saquon Barkley, just catching a ton of passes. Uh, next up, no surprise, we're going to take Kareem Hunt over Peyton Barber. I think Peyton is going to get some passing down work a bit, but they're going to be playing from behind, really limiting his upside. And Kareem, although they're going to be playing from behind, that is a high-powered offense, and I see them utilizing him in the pass game even more. For the first wide receiver spot, we got Corey Davis versus Josh Gordon. Uh, going to lean Corey Davis against Miami's weak defense. Uh, Josh Gordon, we really don't know how much he's going to play, so risky move playing him. Um, up next, Mike Evans versus Chris Hogan. Although I've alluded to Mike Evans having the heavy work, Chris Hogan's really the only established receiver on the Patriots. Uh, I'll give him a slight edge, but pairing him with the tight end of Gronkowski, I think it's going to limit the massive upside, unless those are the only two getting the touches. Uh, Jared Cook, on the other hand, he, man, I don't, I don't have much hope for him against uh, that vaunted LA Rams defense. So, obviously, advantage number one tight end, Gronkowski. In the flex, we got Brandon Cooks versus LaShawn McCoy. Although I think Shady will get more work, I think Brandon Cooks is going to get featured just to put fear into the league. And with that weak Oakland defense, I think he's going to eat on the few targets he gets. I'm actually going to take the upset of the low target volume of Brandon Cooks. And finally, we have the defenses. Detroit versus Carolina. Let's 
Give me that beat up on the Jets all day long. I'm going to go with uh, Detroit advantage there. So after all that, I still got to lean. Yep, still got to go with the Americans. I think there's just uh, too much youth and uncertainty in the 55s roster. And they're going to struggle even though they have a couple advantages. Round three. This means war versus... I've got a feeling, woohoo! So first off, we're starting in a heads-up matchup with Aaron Rodgers versus uh, Nobody Beats Mitch Trubisky. Uh, although I think the Chicago defense is better, I think Trubisky's weapons are better, and I think there's a better chance he'll be playing from behind I'm still not trusting it. Uh, it's going to be a wait and show me what Nagy's offense actually does. So I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers for the win. Next up, we got Sam Bradford. Sammy Biscuits himself versus Washington going up against Matty Snapback himself in the Jets game. Uh, advantage Matty Snapback, although Bradford is a highly accurate quarterback. You got David Johnson, and that Washington defense doesn't quite scare me. I think they're going to try to control the game through the run and defensive play. So give me Matty Snapback all day long there. Now for the uh, scary part of this means war. We got a tandem of running backs with Todd Gurley and Ezekiel Elliott that are just top-notch going up against Lamar Miller and Derek Henry. Although I've already said Derrick Henry and Lamar Miller will have good weeks, and I think Henry's actually a little better play than Zeke, I'm still going to have to go with the Gurley-Zeke side because Gurley's going to go bananas. So give me that. Uh, for the receivers, we got Allen Robinson and Doug Baldwin versus Adam Thielen and Jarvis Landry. I think Landry needing to be a big uh, part of this game plan is going to outperform his projections, but I'm not too keen on Thielen. Even if he plays, he's banged up. They'll probably try to limit him in what should be an easy win. And although I'm still skeptical on Allen Robinson's health and usage, Doug Baldwin's going to go bananas. So give me the A-Rob Baldwin side. And then we're going to move over to tight end. We got Travis Kelsey Zeus himself versus his old man Delaney Walker. Um, I think they're going to be in catch-up mode in KC. I think there's going to be a lot of points on the board. And it's going to be advantage Kelsey. Although Delaney Walker is probably the best passing option in Miami. Him being banged up if he plays. Uh, not great. Uh, no surprise here in the flex, even though he's going up against Jacksonville. I'm going to take Odell Beckham Jr. versus Carlos Hyde. I don't think Carlos is going to have much room to run. I think Duke Johnson is the play of this game. So let's go with that. And the reciprocal of that is I'm going to put in Pittsburgh's D in Cleveland versus Chicago. Pittsburgh's the play here. I think Cleveland has got a very good offense, but I think it's going to take time to gel in regular season. And although Chicago is the better defense, all their pieces aren't going to start and play the whole game. And it's Aaron Rodgers in primetime at home. 
Uh, yeah, it's got to be Pittsburgh. So after all that advantage, this means war. After Clay vaunted this running team by trading all the pieces uh, away, even though he ended up getting OBJ back, I got to go with uh, Dan's team for the win. Moving on, we have round four. The Friend Cheeses, Major Stinkums versus... Jones and for some TDs. First up in the quarterback matchups, we got Cam Newton and Marcus Mariota versus Tom Brady and Roethlisberger. The runners versus the elder statesmen. Um, I mean, no surprise here. I got Cam Newton over Tom Brady. Uh, I just think he's going to do some damage fantasy-wise. Fantasy and although Marcus could have a good game, I'm still going to go with Big Ben on the road against Cleveland. I think this pass game is just going to light him up. So advantage is going to have to go to... I'm going to go with the Cam Newton Mariota side. I think that he's going to go bananas, and I think you're going to win the QB battle based on just fantasy points off of one, one QB, honestly. Moving on, we got the running backs of Royce Freeman and Jordan Howard taking on Lenny Fournette and Alex Collins. Royce Freeman should get a decent amount of work, but uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of everything in Denver. And Jordan Howard, too many questions, whereas Leonard Fournette should be playing from ahead against the Giants' defense, and Collins is going against Buffalo. Advantage Fournette and Collins by a long shot. Then we have some powerhouse receivers with DeAndre Hopkins and Keenan Allen versus Julio Jones and Golden Tate. Uh... Just got to go sheer volume between Hopkins and Allen with those ascended talents over Julio and Tate. I mean, Tate, they're going to spread it around a little more. Julio will be a focal point, but I honestly think this is a big Sanu and Ridley game. And uh, Nuke's going to eat. Allen's going to eat, so advantage French cheeses. Next up, we got the tight ends with Kyle Rudolph and Zach Ertz. I think Zach Ertz is going to be pretty much the only useful option in the passing game, so give me that Ertz over the touchdown Reindeers easy matchup. And then finally, we got another installment of Juju Smith-Schuster, this time against Jay Ajayi. I'm going to give advantage Ajayi. I mean, sorry. Advantage Smith-Schuster because a star is born. I think he's going to eat in Cleveland. And I think Ajay is going to struggle against that Falcons front. Uh, finally, we got defenses. New Orleans over Jacksonville. Although I love Jacksonville's D and they are uber talented. I mean, the, the fact that New Orleans is going up against uh, Mushroomhead himself, Fitzmagic, is uh, the clear advantage there. So, overall, even though uh, the running advantage goes to Jones and for some TDs and at tight end as well, I'm going to actually go with the upset of the friend cheeses. I think they're just going to put up way too many uh, PPR-esque points with the amount of catches, and I think that, that QB advantage is going to win out.
And for the final round, we have yours truly, Bill Belichick, Puppet Master versus Team Bye Week. Uh, although I haven't decided what my second QB is going to be between uh, Tannehill and Prescott, uh, and I do have the question mark of Deshaun Watson, I have the upside. And that, although looks scary, I got Fitzmagic and Pat Mahomes. I think Mahomes is going to give you quite a few positive points, but have a couple of turnovers and bring down the total a little bit. So I'm going to go wash on the uh, the QB situation, which is a lucky break for me because I do not have the best matchups for week one. Uh, next up, we have the running backs, Le'Veon Bell and Kenyon Drake versus David Johnson and Joe Mixon. Although I like Drake, uh, the question mark of Bell might force me to move McCaffrey up into my starting lineup and play Devonta Freeman or one of my receivers and David Johnson, Joe Mixon against that weak Indy and Washington defenses. Advantage, team bye week. Next up, we have the receiving core of Michael Thomas and Marvin Jones Jr., Versus Tyreek Hill and Diggs. Slow and steady versus Boomer Bust. Uh, Michael Thomas is clearly the number one out of this group, but uh, I'm really counting on a Marvin Jones touchdown. Otherwise, he's going to be okay, and I think he has a good chance of doing it, but you never know with them spreading it around between three receivers and all those running backs. Tyreek Hill faces off against a good corner, but he's shown he can always beat the Chargers, and they're going to be playing from behind, and I think he'll be a huge focal point of that offense. And then the big question mark is what Diggs does in the limited work. Um, I think Jones and Diggs are actually pretty even, and I think Thomas is a little bit more assured of a great game than Hill. So I'm going to give a slight, slight edge to my receivers. Uh, no question, though, on the tight end front, Jordan Reed and Ricky Seals-Jones in the heads-up tight end match of the week. I'm going to have to lead re lean Reed, although Seals-Jones has probably a little bit better of a matchup. Uh, Reed is going to be a more focal point in that offense, and he's proven when healthy. Rule 86 reigns supreme. And then finally... We have the flex battle of Christian McCaffrey against Dallas versus Marquise Goodwin against Minnesota. Although Marquise has the talent and the uh, speed to get one long bomb and turn his day, you got to lean with the heavy favorite of Christian McCaffrey. So no question there. And then finally, although I like my Minnesota D in San Francisco, I'm going to give a slight edge to the Rams in Oakland. I think that they're going to struggle, and I think Minnesota will probably get exposed slightly more. So give me that Rams. So, oh man, this is going to be a tough one, honestly. I kind of want to push it, but I think with the, the stronger flex options... And the advantage of the upside of my QBs compared to the team bye weeks, I'm going to give me slightly the win in this one. Banking on the upside. And if Bell ends up playing, man, then give me that Bell. So, yep. Yay me. Bill Belichick, Puppet Master for the win. All right, so that concludes today's show. I want to thank you guys for listening along. 
Uh, hope you like the new format. Again, welcome to any new listeners we have. And the guys that aren't in the league but are still listening, we do appreciate it. Stick in there. You're going to get some funny content and maybe learn a few things through this podcast. And you never know. You might get into one of the greatest leagues, the Atlanta Tandem of Dynasty and Keeper Foot Clan League. So kudos. You know what? Give yourselves a round of applause for sticking with us and uh, listening to this wonderful podcast. So with that, everyone... uh, Glad football's here. Enjoy the weekend. Hopefully, my predictions turn out the way they, uh, or the way I perceive them, other than honestly the one I projected myself to lose. But uh, as always, remember, Goonies never say die. Folks.